everybody, and welcome back to the Freshman 15 Podcast. Ben Schnopper back here. With Colin Bass. Here we go, baby Ben. What's going on? What's going on? Well, it is officially the winter, right? Well, no, maybe not officially, but it's starting to get colder out there. But hey, this podcast is a lot more exciting than talking about the weather. So speaking of excitement, Colin, let's catch everyone up on your weekend. Oh my gosh, well, it was a good weekend. Uh, Friday, had a little process competition. It went well for me, but even better for you. Um, and then on Saturday, uh, went out to Houston, went to the Chris Stapleton, Stapleton concert. Oh, my goodness. Um, and celebrated a good friend of mine's birthday down in Houston. And then came back this afternoon. We got to spend time at, at Paw Paw, Benj's grandpa's ranch. Yeah. So it was a great little weekend. Benj, give me some highlights. You know, the highlight, that well, that right there certainly the highlight. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, Colin and I, we, we've talked about on the show, I think, how we share the Google Calendar, right? We always know yeah. what we're up to. You are a little more methodical with your planning than I am. You plan, like, to the T, every single detail. And then I kind of use mine for, like, you know, the things that I need to plan around. <laughs> I don't know why we got on this topic. Oh, but where I was going with that was we also share locations, right? So you're getting back from Chris Stapleton. Did I say that right? Yeah, yeah. 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 And I got it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> You're coming back from his show in Houston, and you called me, and I didn't pick up because uh, for, uh, the, no, 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 the, no, no, ignored me. It was, no, it was, <laughs> cut it off I was, I was, I was on a, I was on a four wheeler. <laughs> um, but that's kind of. I, I will admit, we all have our limitations, and mine is being a prompt responder to messages, calls, etc. But I did see Quite that Colin left a voicemail, and the voicemail is ninety seven percent full. And so it must have been very important for him to get this message across. But it was to inform me that he was like 15 miles from where we were at my grandfather's ranch, uh, just outside of the Waco area. He's like, hey, I want to stop by. And so we do. We have a great lunch. Uh, oh, yeah. Great. Uh, what did you get? Quesadilla? Yeah, a little quesadilla. A little quesadilla. quesadilla. Fill you up on the way back. What'd you get? Right on. Uh, I got this mixture of chicken, beef, and sausage and put it into a fajita. It was great. Uh, and I forgot the to-go box. Now that I'm thinking about it on the show, so oh, that's a man. that's a bummer. But the main <laughs> the main takeaway there is that we went fishing right at the pond. You got to see everything, and uh, for a while it was just the boys in the boat going fishing. And uh, I know we're of course we're being silly in the first two minutes thirty eight seconds of this, but it was a good reminder, and that's something that. <laughs> right, I think I think there's a I think there's a book about that. But uh, in all seriousness, yeah, you're you're trying to get me off track for once. Usually it's the other way around. But we're sitting here, you know, in the boat in the stillness, and this is something I've started trying to do more often on Sundays specifically is taking at least somewhat of a Sabbath, right? And yeah. that's part of the reason like why my phone was off and why I'm just out there with Papa and uh, my aunt and uncle out there as well, but just fishing, enjoying the outdoors, and being present in the moment. And I think that that's something that's helped me a lot. It helped me recharge today after a long week. But I'd like to hear more, and the audience might as well, about your experience out there today, Colin. Oh, my gosh. It was so fun. Ben has been talking about this ranch for as long as I've known him. Like, I mean, how long has it been? 15 months? Uh, 18 months? Yeah, yeah, something like, something like that. We met a lot of this. I mean... First semester last year, so not too long ago, but ever since I met Ben, she was like, oh, you got to come to the ranch. You got to come out. You got to come out and see Paul Paul at his house. Come on. Come on. And I've been wanting to do it. We just haven't found time to do it. So today on the way back, I'll hey, like, how do you make time this. for it all? How do we make time for it all? Last <laughs> back three weeks ago. Uh, but yeah, once we got out there, it was exactly what I imagined. I've been to two other ranches in Texas, 
And this is exactly what I imagined whenever Ben just talks about his, his grandpa's ranch. Um, it was the rolling Texas hills. You got the nice, beautiful grass, the trees, um, right on uh, the Brazos River. And it was something else. There's some, some different type of piece of being out in the country, mm-hmm. especially in Texas. And it was also a perfect day. It wasn't hot. Oh, yeah. It wasn't cold. I was in the boots and the jeans, and I wasn't even sweating. And when I'm not sweating, yeah. that's how it's not hot. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was beautiful. There was a little pond. And we got to go fishing and just hang out and, like you said, just be present. And I think just being present anywhere in nature is important, but being present around people who are important to you, like your family. And, uh, like, for me, mm-hmm. my friend and his family um, is just incredibly important and really just teaches you what's what's most important. Yeah. Uh, but you mentioned fill your schedule. Um, and how do you what, – what do you think is the most important thing to fill your schedule with? Like, what, do, what, do you, what would you say? Well, that – okay, so I had a little a little blurb I was going to respond to with that as hey, I was, as I was yeah, actively listening, of course. But you set it up perfectly there when you say – you know, what's most important. And people ask, so this is how I answer the dream vacation question, right? And people, they'll say, France, Hawaii, etc. Yeah. And I'll say, you know, I'm going to cheat your question a little bit. And I'll say that the mo- my favorite vacation place or my, my dream vacation place, I don't however you frame the question, is that ranch. And sure, I go there, you know, every weekend, ideally, um, you know, sometimes I miss here and there. But and maybe that's not a vacation somewhere that you're at every weekend. But to me, I interpret that question as like, what's the most important place in the world to you? And for myself and for my family, that's that's that ranch. And so you and you you mentioned like the scheduling and making time for things that are important. And sure, I mean we're college kids. I mean we talked we've talked about this a lot, especially this season of the show, about what's really important to you, what are you making time for. But if you don't have time for the thing that in your heart and in your mind you know is most important, then you're either lying to yourself about your priorities or you're making excuses. And so what I did tangibly like today is I just blocked my entire calendar uh, and just said ranch slash rest or whatever because that's how, like I said, I found rest. I recharged. And, you know, people who look at the calendar, people who stock my loca- location, <clears throat> um, they can see that I'm yeah, kidding, of course, but they can see that, hey, you know, I need this day to be at the place that's most important to me. So that was a long winded answer to get at your question about no, what's important. I think that's great. And it really reminded me this past week, I got to sit down with my discipleship leaders named Sam, incredible guy, and really always takes takes me a step back every single week. He makes me think. And so this week he posed a, he posed a question to me or kind of like a situation. Um, and he kind of just, he said, imagine a jug and inside this jug, it's a pretty big jug, like almost a bucket size. Um, but you have three different things you got to fill it up with. You have big rocks, gravel, and sand. And he said, first, you're going to try to fill it up from the, the smallest thing to the biggest things. And so you pour in the sand and it fills it up maybe half the way and then you pour in the gravel and it's two-thirds to three-quarters full and you try to put in those big rocks and now there's no room for those big rocks um and then you're like why didn't that work it should all fit in there and so then you do it backwards put in the big rocks first and they fit maybe it fills up about half of it then you put in the gravel and it's still only about three-quarters of the way full but then you fill in the sand and that fills in all the cracks and it all fits perfectly and so the question that he kind of asked me was like what are your big rocks yeah. What's most important to you? Because if you put those things in your schedule last, put those things in your jug last, they're not going to fit. But if you put them in first and let everything, all the little things fill in the cracks, 
then it's all going to fit like how it should. God, um, so that's a good whether, example. Whether that's like your relationship with the Lord or whether those are, those are your rest with your friends or with your family and just taking the time for yourself, whatever the biggest things in your life that can keep you re-centered, um, put those in your schedule first and don't let those be your little rocks because they're not going to fit mm-hmm. as little rocks. Um, and so I just thought that was interesting that that's just shared this past week and yeah. it's come, kind of coming back up right now. But um, definitely something I've been thinking about all weekend. Yeah. So what are your big rocks, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it reminds me a little bit of the, the series of sermons I've been doing at Harris Creek with Jonathan Pakuda, JP, of course, and talking like talking about the things that are important and especially the, the series being based out of Ecclesiastes and his premise behind the entire series has been Solomon, you know, the wisest man who had everything and it's historical too, regardless of whether you're a believer or not, there are historical documents about the materials, the possessions, the accolades that Solomon had. And his, you know, all of Ecclesiastes is about how that led him to realizing that it was all vanity. It was all nothing, all these things he was chasing after. And so in both the failures and the successes I've had this year, I've realized that like none of that is defining. And especially on the success hand of of that uh, token is that, you know, it, it doesn't fill you up. You can you can accomplish things and all you want is more. And so if the most important thing to you, here we are talking about importance again, is like your accomplishments, your image, how people perceive you, whether you're a winner, then you'll never be satisfied and you'll always want more. And so it's like you said, what are the big rocks? What are the most important things? Yeah, I love that. I love that. And it really is. What do you want out of your life? What do you want? What is the most important thing that you strive for each and every day? And I love it. Like you could strive to be the coolest person ever. Yeah. You could strive to be the, the biggest winner ever in your sport or in your career. Um, or you can just strive, as Ben says every single day, just to have fun and be present. Mm-hmm. And you can look at those things. One of them is obviously yeah. a lot more fun. Yeah. Um, and you, know, you might look cool. You might you might seem cool if you chase after those things. But at the end of the day. Having fun is a lot better than just looking cool. You know what I mean? I appreciate you saying that about having fun. And that's something that I've been saying. I have the yellow shirt. I don't know if we've talked about this on the show or not, but people have probably seen the the picture. It probably does. It probably needs to be posted on my personal at this rate. But as a joke... Well, Not sometimes really a it's a joke. Um, <laughs> like people, people ask me like Baylor games and source subject right now because that was a terrible game, oh, Baylor football God. game on Saturday. Yeah, that was embarrassing. It was awful, but we're not going to get off topic. Yeah, and leave it we'll, there. we'll try to keep it positive. Leave but you know, before the game, I always say, "Man, you know, I I hope both the teams out there. I I just hope they have fun." And yeah, it's it's a funny catchphrase, but. Um, and I, being one of the most competitive people that I know, don't actually really take that to heart. But the have fun part, I think, is so important because we've already established that you know winning or being successful, it, it still it doesn't fill you up. It doesn't fill your cup. But um, you know those things are they're still important. But if you're not having fun while doing them, it, it feels like work. And that's why one of my favorite episodes that we've done is the one with Munsey, where he's talking about his yeah. training program for swimming and how rigorous it is and all the time and hours that go into it. And he's like, you got to find at least, at the very least, one thing fun about what you're doing to make it worthwhile. And I try yeah. to apply that to everything, whether it's the most boring quantitative business analytics class you know start a group chat and make memes about it like you know that's what what powers me through 
Veg, I just love that. And I think that it's really cool to, to, to kind of relate that back to Munzee because he was somebody who, I mean, you look at the swimming pool, I'll be honest, I hate swimming. I wasn't don't. swimming for a long time. You don't hate it. I mean, you're, I love water polo. How do you want to go the other day? I mean, I want to go swimming, but also like workout swimming where you're in, where you're in the pool and just grinding. It is just something else. It's one of those things you can only do so often, at least for me, um, because it's in the pool, you're having trouble breathing, you're just doing a hard workout, and also you can't talk to anybody. Most people can't listen to music because they don't have fancy headphones. Um, and so you're just in there, just straight up grinding. And for Munzee, he finds fun in that. He finds joy, and I love that. Um, but that just shows his character. He can find fun in the grind and the grit, and that's why he's so successful. Um, but for other people, just finding fun in every single thing that you do. Like you said, you find fun in making the memes about your yeah. PDA class. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, that's a very specific example. I don't know why that was the first one that came to mind. It's a true go. example. That's probably yeah. why I came to mind. Also, you mentioned like listening to music while swimming. I've never thought of that before, but it reminds me of our buddy Stone and his, and, uh, his, uh, his waterproof pockets in his swimsuits. Oh, that yeah. is what we call innovation. That I, don't, I don't know if you guys remember, a couple, maybe a month ago, a month and a half, several weeks ago, Binge came on the, I mean, Stone came on the show and shared about his, his waterproof pocket in his, uh, in his shorts. And I was back in Houston uh, not too long ago, and I got to see his final product that's being completely oh, carried out right now. Right on. They're, uh, they're kind of nasty looking. They're burnt orange, but they're awesome. They're, they're really cool shorts. They're what I mean, they're waterproof swim shorts, but even better, they have the waterproof pocket, and those things are going to be dropping maybe December, but definitely oh, by the that. spring. And so, a little plug of stone real quick, just because he's doing some amazing yeah, work. Yeah. But it is kind of cool how it's going to be waterproof pocket. You can even put your phone in your pocket with your waterproof headphones as you go swimming. Can you imagine Colin, that? Colin, you are going to make an amazing salesperson. I don't know about I'm that. moving forward. But yes, <laughs> shout out to Stone, regardless of the burnt orange. You know, Stone is our guy, and we really appreciate his support of our show. And speaking of burnt orange, Colin, I, well, not burnt orange, but I was part of the Aggie Maroon this weekend. And you want to talk about tradition and a cool (laughs) home field advantage of 108,000 people in a stadium. That was pretty neat, it and nuts. Um, it, it was. It's all fun and games, of course, until uh, until the tow truck comes for oh, your car. No. So, what happened? Bitch? Run with that real quick. No, no, okay, so yeah, we, we've we've covered a lot today, so I figured we can spend the last minute talking about how, in my naivety, well, I, it was the hindsight. I I don't Maybe regret it. You just need okay. a tape measure. I do. Okay, so there's a moped in front of me, the last spot on this neighborhood street in College Station. And so uh, I pull up to the parking or the side of the road, and there's a little bit of room to park the car. And granted, there's a fire hydrant nearby, but as someone who actually reads through the driver's ed, tried to do a good job with it, I knew, hey, got to be you know at least 15 feet away from that fire hydrant. Eyeballing it, it was probably closer to 10 to 12, but I'm like, okay, well, sometimes you just got to roll the dice. I'm going to pay for parking no matter what today. And uh, I definitely paid paid because (laughs) someone parked behind me. I was like, great, I have a shield. And if someone gets in trouble, it'll be the person who parked behind me. Well, they got towed, but so did my car, and it got towed. And we do not need to publicly disclose on the the show about, um, you know, how I had to solve that situation by paying a, a sum of money that I'm not proud of. So that being said, without, <laughs> that being said, my Venmo is Benjamin Dash Knopper for all the loyal <laughs> listeners out there. And 
I think we're just going to end it there. <laughs> I hope everyone has a, a better rest of the week than I did uh, on that Saturday. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Ben. Well, what an ending to the weekend. There we go. What an ending to the show. Thank you all so much for listening today, and we'll catch you next week. Oh, we, we passed the 15-minute mark again. Rip, we're just Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. We'll see you next week. See you.